Insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. But if you're ready to level up your life and get results that truly matter in your health, business, mindset, and relationships, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to Sheer Madness, where we have unscripted, real conversations with the world's top athletes, entrepreneurs, and coaches. Discover real world and tactical advice from the best in the business. Let's go. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sheer Madness. I have an incredible guest on my show today, uh, Dr. Christopher Shade. He has his PhD, and he is the founder and CEO of Quicksilver Scientific, where he continues to be the driving force of development and innovation of Dr. Shade's vast depth and breadth of knowledge passion for healing, and intuitive understanding of chemistry and biology. And this is reflected in Quicksilver Scientific's well-designed detoxification protocols, unique supplement delivery systems, and patented mercury speculation tests. So what does all of that mean? Well, in today's episode, we are going to be diving into all things detoxification, um, how toxins can affect your gut health, your hormones, your adrenals, your weight loss, some things you can do to optimize detoxification to help with fat loss, neurological function. You're definitely not going to want to miss today's episode. So much information. So I hope you enjoyed today's show. Dr. Jade, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Oh, thank you, Rachel. I'm happy to be here. Yes. So I want to just start out today's podcast starting off simple question, but probably not so simple, but what is detoxification and why is that so important? Yeah. And so what, what I'll try to do in these is talk about it simply and then move into a little bit more complex because you can't stop me from getting a little complex. The big picture stuff isn't really hard to get, you know, what is detoxification and how does it work? And so your body, you know, we, we know this idea of being exposed to toxins because it's in the popular culture all the time. So some molecule that doesn't do well in your body or does bad things for it gets absorbed into your body. You might eat it. You might inhale it. Uh, it might go through your skin. I mean, a lot of the things that, you know, we use all these cosmetics and creams and stuff, and we, you know, you would never, if we could pour it down your throat, but you absorb a lot of this stuff through your skin. So these things are getting into you, but then you're making things as well. There's things made in the GI tract. All the bacteria will make these different toxic compounds you absorb. Just your metabolism. You know, every time you work out, you're making some free radicals and uh, you have to be able to counter those. These are like oxidative stress and you have to be able to neutralize them and get rid of them. You're making protein all the time. So especially like if you bodybuild, you're making protein all the time. You're forcing protein in. You make a lot of bad protein. Like protein are supposed to be folded up into these intricate stru structures. You can think of like an origami swan or a frog and imagine you're folding it. And, you know, when you're learning to do origami, you're screwing up all these swans and you, you know, you're kind of throwing them into the corner and they build up. So these misfolded proteins build up all these toxins from your food and environment build up. And as they get in there, they're slowing down metabolism. They're slowing down energy. So your mitochondria that make all the energy for everything in your body, they're like furnaces. They're cooking at 50 degrees Celsius. You know, body temperature is only 37. They're going at 50. They're just cranking, making energy. All these toxins, 
disrupt them and then they can't make energy and sometimes they make toxins instead of energy so your energy is going down the toxins disrupt your neurotransmitters which is the balance of your brain and how your thoughts and emotions go you know this sort of balance that you have starts falling apart and they tend to make you real anxious and fearful and get you all locked into fight or flight and that's you know that's keeping you from being in a healing state it's keeping you from being balanced and living your life right so toxins are doing all this. So detoxification is getting rid of them. And getting rid of them, yeah, there's a lot of reactions and stuff that happens. But basically, if they're you know, in a cell or in a tissue, you have to take the toxin. You got to link something that you make onto it. And then you got this little pair there, the toxin and your molecule like glutathione. And then they got to go through a bunch of doors and get from the tissues into the blood, from the blood into the liver, from the liver into the bile flow and into the GI tract, and then off to the toilet. Or they can go from the blood through the kidney into the toilet. So they're getting in, they're screwing you up, and you got to go through a bunch of reactions to get them out. And those reactions to get them out are detoxification. Yeah. And I know the first time that I heard about like detox, you see a lot of different fads online, skinny tea detox, do a quick two day detox, fasting, yeah. you know, things like that. And I think there is some truth to some of them, but what Dr. Shade is talking about is a completely different world when it comes to detoxification. And I know, you know, even with getting my bachelor's in nutrition science and dietetics and learning all about nutrition and everything that we put into our body, you know, we don't really talk about toxins and how much of a toxic world we live in and the cosmetics that we're putting on our skin and our hair and then heavy metals or mold and just all of these things we are exposed to. And with my practice, when I started to work with people who had a lot of chronic gut issues and trying to figure out the root cause, of course, because that's what functional medicine does. We want to address the root cause versus putting a bandaid over the issue. I would find people who had very hard to treat gut issues. And I started, you know, diving more into the world of functional medicine, learning about different root causes. And that's when I really started to learn more about toxins and heavy metals, how we hold a lot of those in our gastrointestinal tract and how that can really wreak havoc, not only on our gut health, but like you mentioned on a neurological function causing oxidative stress, inflammation throughout the entire body. I ended up actually running an entire toxin test on myself. I didn't come back with any heavy metals, but I did come back with some mild mold toxicity. I came back with like BPA, glyphosate, and it was really, really scary to see because it's like, oh my gosh, how many of us are actually walking around with these things in our body? And I like to think about the fact that, you know, I'm relatively healthy. I'm in great shape. I take great care of, you know, what I'm putting into my body. I work out, I exercise, I don't really have any health issues. And if I came back with some of these toxins in my own body, you know, I can only imagine what other people come back with who actually have a lot of chronic health issues, neuro issues, depression, anxiety, stubborn weight loss. And it's been just so amazing to see, um, you know, even clients who have struggled for years with just weight loss. And um, we run some of these tests on them. And I had a client who came back and they had mold toxicity. And we ran one of your Quicksilver uh, detox kits uh, to eradicate the mold from her body. It was a two month long protocol, uh, very, very intensive, um, but she dropped 20 pounds, you know, that next yeah. month like that. And it was like the most incredible thing to see. And I remember her being like, you know, Rachel, I trusted you. 
I, I didn't really, I kind of was a little bit like, okay, what is this? A little wooey. She's making me do this whole detox protocol, but the results really speak for itself. And especially running labs before and after you see a lot of these things, um, you know, out of the body and inflammation come down and um, gut health and their microbiome improve, and then just the overall symptomatic improvement overall. So just some myth busting when it comes to detoxification, you know, what is the difference between a lot of what you guys do with detoxification versus I think what a lot of people see online when they hear the word or the buzzword detox going around? Yeah. When we do detoxification, we're talking about at a cellular level, clearing tissue burdens, clearing adipose burdens of fat, like really deep movement of things out of the system. And that takes a, a long time. That takes weeks to months to do. These real quick, like, oh, do a detox. Those tend to be kind of clearing up lymphatic stagnation and stuff that's just all out in circulation already. It's not really at a at a cellular level. And sometimes you're so toxic and you 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 know it's easy to just sort of build up this whole burden. And you know, you just sort of fast or juice fast for a couple of days. Uh, you take laxatives, you go to the bathroom a lot, and there's just this sort of flush through the lymph and it moves out a lot of this sort of crud and opens up your GI, you absorb better, you eliminate better, you pee a bunch of stuff out and you'll always feel a little bit better. But like the woman you're talking about was stubborn weight loss. So she's doing all the right things. She's not getting anything to go away. I've heard this story so many times from so many practitioners. They go and do a real detox. Sometimes it's metals, and that could be three to six months for metals. Sometimes it's, you know, the pesticides, herbicides, roundups and stuff. And, you know, that's one to two months. And you move some of this stuff out, and all of a sudden the body can have its normal responses where it wants to release the excess when you start calorie restricting, but sometimes those things are blocked. And so to do that, you have to activate things at a cellular level and then at a liver and kidney level and a GI level. And so if we just focus on this movement out through the liver and the GI, because that's the main one, there's this trigger in the cells called NRF2. And if you can activate that, that stimulates the cells to turn up their own detoxification biochemistry and push things out of the cell. So you'll be, like I said, you do this conjugation reaction, like say you have a mercury atom there, you're going to have this enzyme that links glutathione onto the mercury. So you got mercury glutathione conjugate. Then you have a transporter, this thing that pushes it out of the cell and it takes it from inside the cell and pushes it outside the cell. So that's the cellular level, pushing all that stuff away from the cell. The cell can breathe again. It's like, yeah. And there's so much that the cell can't do when all that stuff's in there. The mitochondria might be damaged. It might sense the toxic load and choose what to do with its genes. So there's all these things you can do with your body. You can have a really vibrant body and you can have a very regenerative system where you're making new cells and clearing up the old stuff. But when it's toxic, the body says, yeah, you know what? We can't do that right now. Let's just stay alive. And we're not going to change shit. We're not going to uh, change the architecture of the body. We're not going to mobilize fat out. We're just going to stay alive. And then as you move this stuff away, then the, the cells are able to say, hey, we're clear now. We can do something good. But let's go back to the story of how to get 
the toxin out. So we push it out of the cell. It's going to go into the extracellular matrix in the lymph, and then it's going to join with the blood. So we went from the cell to the circulating blood lymph. Now in the circulating blood, you've got those toxins in there. The liver, every cell in the liver has one side facing a blood vessel and the other side facing a bile drainage vessel called the bile canaliculus. Now, so we all know what the blood looks like and we know the blood will branch into the liver and feed blood into the liver, but we don't know that there's this reverse circulation system called the bile tree. And it looks more like uh, an upside down tree with the roots all extending up into the liver. So every one of those cells is draining things out in the bile flow. And those are coming together into the common bile duct. And then you have the gallbladder. And then that all dumps into the upper GI tract. And bile is that green stuff that comes out of the liver. We think about it as being for fat digestion. It emulsifies the fats, it breaks them down, and it brings other uh, enzymes into the GI tract for digestion. But it's also the fluid highway uh, that the toxins come out of the liver on. So you go back to that liver cell, it's pulling toxins in from the blood, doing any other reactions it has to do for them. And then it's dumping them out with these transporters into the bile flow. Now the transporters move both toxins and bile salts. So bile salts are either made in the liver cell or we actually recirculate bile from our lower GI, any bile salts that are unused, we bring them back into the blood and bring them to the liver. We're either harvesting out of the blood bile or generating it in uh, the liver, and then we're dumping it with the toxins into this bile flow to get out into the GI tract. All right, so for detox, we need to stimulate the cell to push away. We need the liver to be pulling the toxins from the blood into the liver and dumping them into the bile. But then when they hit the GI tract, a bunch of those toxins recirculate, they get reabsorbed. So that's when we need the binders. The things, the most simple binder that everybody recognizes is the black one, charcoal. So people drink charcoal drinks now, but there's a lot of different binders. There's charcoal, clay, and then the fancy clay, zeolite. There's one that we make called IMD, which is specifically for metals. There's kydazan, and then the pharmaceuticals, well called cholestyramine for molds. And all these different binders have different specialties in the way they absorb toxins. There's all these different toxins out there. So you need a bunch of different binders that have different sort of flavors of toxin they go for. So that's how we set up the detox. And the simplest uh, detox system we have is called push-catch liver detox. Take a teaspoon of the liver sauce. It has cell activators, has liver activators, has bioflow activators. Then a half hour later, you take the ultra binder, and that's the charcoal and the zeolite, the IMD and the kydazan, and that you drink that down and that catches everything in the GI tract. So we move it out and we catch it. And each time we do that cycle, moving it out and catching it, we're taking another layer of toxins out. Now, a really important thing about this is that there's a lot of bad effects around detox. People have heard, oh, yeah, my God, I got so much worse. I got all these rash. I tried to detox. I was taking lipoic acid or I was taking this one compound and I got all these rashes and I felt like crap and I got this horrible headache and, and my back hurt. And so I had to stop. 
that's all because of not stringing together this like baton relay race of moving the toxins out. So what can happen is, remember, the liver is supposed to drain all the toxins with the bile. Well, if there's inflammation in the liver or there's no movement of the bile, then the toxins build up in the liver and then the, the, the liver could be damaged by that. So it dumps everything back into the blood to dilute it back into the bloodstream. And that's when it starts coming through the skin and you get rashes and itching and it's going to the brain and you're getting headaches and fogginess. It's going to the kidneys. You get lower back pain. So for successful detoxification, you got to line all these things up and have them all in place. And that's what this system does. Uh, and that's why it's so effortless compared to a lot of detox systems, yet so powerful. Yeah, I think a lot of people try to honestly half-ass a lot of the different detoxes and they end up getting a lot of reactions because detox can be pretty potent. And if you're someone who's A, pretty toxic, depending on what the toxicity is, B, maybe has leaky gut, chronic inflammation throughout the body, poor bioflow, you may not react very, very well to a lot of these different detoxes. So what are some common things that people should look at and address first before doing some of these different protocols? And one thing I love about what Quicksilver does is it kind of hits all the different buckets yeah. of what I've understood because my whole goal with my practice is, you know, do no harm. So, you know, it addresses the bile flow, the liver detoxification. There's even some different things that work on the gut health side of everything. Yeah. If I get testing back from a client who has a good amount of leaky gut when we do a micro biome test, or they have a lot of systemic inflammation or even inflammation localized in the gut, I'm very adamant on, okay, we first need to work on healing the gut a little bit first and foremost, before we move into one of these detox protocols, just because of that, what you just said, they may not react uh, very well. Is that true? It used to be that you had to totally be like, I got to fix this. And then I go to that. And then I go to that. That doesn't work so well because you know, some of the toxins are contributing to the leaky gut. So uh, the more we can dovetail and not be like, well, I got to fix this before I do that, because sometimes this problem is dependent on the, the second part. So the more you can bring them together, the better. Yeah. So in the beginning, you had somebody with a lot of leaky gut. So you can do a more mild, maybe we're not going to move quite as many toxins. We're going to go in with you know, there's, there's various supplements like slippery elm and marshmallow, casea gums to help heal the gut. You can shift their diet and get them away from inflammatory foods. And, but you can start on the detox side with like the binder and bitters and maybe PC. They were not moving things from the cellular compartment yet. So that's mostly the job of lipoic acid, DIM, uh, to start moving the cellular component. Uh, so we're just opening up and draining the liver while you're healing the gut, pulling away the inflammatory foods. You're getting that groove going, and then you can start turning up uh, these cellular levels. And, and so the more you can do that all at once, the better. Oh, and you can work on the microbiome in the beginning too. So this can be this stepwise thing for the very... Uh, for the very sick people. And the more they have leaky gut, the more binder throughout the day yeah. is really important because the binders bind the endotoxin. And that's the, the real devil in the leaky gut is endotoxin, which are actually pieces of bacteria that are getting into a circulation and your immune system thinks they're whole bacteria. So it winds up inflammation like there's a systemic infection. 
The other thing that works really good to calm and uh, inflammation systemically, especially if they're getting neurologic inf inflammation, is CBD. And so when you take the liver sauce, taking CBD too, or taking it five, 10 minutes before, that was our big trick that enabled us to go right into full detoxes with autistic kids. Because autistic kids had so much neuroinflammation. You know, that's why they're always looking irritated and stuff. And you give them CBD and everything would calm down and then you could do your detox. So yeah, the really sensitive people starting with gut healing and moderate detox and inflammation control but it doesn't take long before you can move into the fuller, uh, fuller levels of detox, as long as you're supporting all that stuff at the same time. What are some of the most potent toxins or just toxins in general that negatively affect the gut? Um, I've seen mold, definitely how that can affect the gut. Um, I think mercury, of course, as well, too, that can wreak havoc yeah. on the gut and heavy metals just in general. Um, which one of those do you see affecting the microbiome or contributing to leaky gut most often? Things that are chronically activating mast cell activity in the gut and histamine production in the gut are just driving this constant overreaction and overinflammation. And uh, mold does that heavily. Mercury shifts microbiome. Uh, it does change the reactivity, makes it a little bit more reactive, but it's not as much of a mast cell activator as the molds are. People tend to have blends of things all at once, though. And then, you know, all the pesticides and herbicides, Roundup directly causes leaky gut. Mm -hmm. And so Roundup is a really big one in the, you know, if, you, if you're doing their uh, toxin numbers, you see a lot of Roundup, you know, it's in their diet and they're eating crappy GMO foods or, you know, mass produced foods. And you got to get that Roundup out of the diet. So one of the ways you kind of control some of that, you got to shift all their diet, but taking, you know, most of the things we make are liposomes and nano emulsions to get systemic. But if you want to calm down mast cell reactivity in the gut, uh, people use capsules of quercetin. Mm-hmm. Quercetin's a mast cell stabilizer. Squaresin capsules don't absorb very well for systemic, but they're really good in the GI tract. Post-COVID and post-vaccination, there's a lot of food reactivity that goes on. And so uh, a lot of people are having people take capsules of quercetin with their meals to kind of calm that down at the same time. And you time. see uh, Histaid that you guys... Um, yeah, Histaid is awesome systemically. And we actually have that in the liver sauce because once you mobilize these toxins, they can wind up the mast cells. As soon as the mast cells wind up with inflammation, it shuts down detoxification. So the histate is in the liver sauce to kind of calm that going through. And then all these parts that are in the liver sauce, you can add extra if that patient needs more. If that patient's really reactive, have them take liver sauce and histate. If they're really inflamed, liver sauce and CBD, though CBD isn't in the liver sauce. If they're really, you know, a lot of upper right quadrant discomfort and itchiness, that's bile not moving enough. Give them extra bitter X with the liver sauce. So there's ways you can double down on different components that are in there. So when it comes to just like overall detoxification, there's kind of two different areas. I kind of view it with the chicken or the egg, which comes first, which first is just overall exposure. Right. And I know when I, uh, tested positive for BPA, the first thing I did was throw out all of my meal prep <laughs> plastic Tupperware. Yeah, um, yeah. I've been in the bodybuilding world and I'm like, I think I'm doing something healthy and prepping all my food and I'm, I'm picking great source of food. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, 
those little glass Pyrex ones with the lids. And then I'm just putting it in all this plastic Tupperware. And microwaving it. You know? Yeah, microwaving it, the plastic water bottles. You know, I was surprised definitely about the glyphosate. Most of my mold was more food-based molds found in like dairy yeah. and things like that. Oh, no right. Um, but I think overall exposure, right. But then I also see on part two, people who just are poor detoxifiers, which of those do you feel like plays the biggest role? Because we'll test things like, of course, their gut microbiome, their gut health, if they have leaky gut, their bioflow, and all of that goes into the microbiome testing that we do. Um, and then we'll look at things like methylation, MTHFR defect, and there are just some people that I've found that are, just seem to be more prone. They're the harder cases. I mean, and they're the ones who get sicker, more deeply sick. If you're just acutely exposed, you take away the exposure and you're a good detoxifier, you know, you'll get rid of that. You know, you should detox anyways, but you'll come back real quick. The hard, the ones who are poor detoxifiers have been chronically doing this for a long time. So they have deeper tissue stores of those toxins. And it's harder to get everything balanced out. Uh, so that they detox fast and they have to detox longer and usually slower rates. And they have to integrate that more into their life long-term. Would you say that those people are just genetically poor detoxifiers? Yeah, they're genetically more sensitive to toxins and, and they need all this specific support to detox well, where, you know, other people don't need that. Okay. Okay. Awesome. So you know, shifting focus from the gut health. And I wanted to focus on that first, just because most of our clients come to us because they have hard to treat IBS symptoms, Crohn's, ulcerative colitis, and especially with people with autoimmune conditions, toxins play a huge, huge role just because of that immune upregulation along with their gut microbiome, leaky gut. Those are really a lot of the root causes of autoimmune conditions, microbiome imbalances. And I think it's just something that's not very well talked about when it comes to actually healing the gut. First and foremost is what toxins do to the gut, how that plays a role throughout the entire body. And it's just not something that's very well tested for. But on the other side of things, I also get a lot of people who they can't lose weight. Maybe they do have things like anxiety, depression as well too. And I know you mentioned already a little bit about how, um, you know, when we're toxic, that can affect their ability to lose weight. But how does that actually happen? And what actually is happening to the mitochondria when we have a lot of toxins in the body? So we're going to have a couple of things all all connect together here. So mitochondria are really core to everything working well. So the mitochondria are making all the energy in the cell. And the mitochondria are also relying on a molecule called NAD to make all this energy. And NAD is shuttling electrons from the breakdown of uh, carbohydrates and fats into what's called the electron transport chain. So they're taking things from the Krebs cycle as breakdown of all these carbon substrates. They're taking these electrons in to the electron transport chain and they run through this high energy flow between these different reactions. And this culminates in the formation of ATP, adenosine triphosphate. This is cellular energy and that energy gets burned up. So you need the mitochondria healthy to make that. And when the toxins come into the mitochondria, they tend to disrupt the electron transport chain. And so instead of making energy, 
you make free radicals. You add more biological stress instead of making energy. And the toxins can also knock down the, the NAD levels. And when the NAD levels go down, then you're, you're not able to burn up your substrates as well, and you start storing things as fat more. So there's a couple triggers that, that are happening here. One is saying, oh, I can't burn things, so i got to store them. Now, there's also something, uh, a pathway called AMPK. And AMPK is activated when you fast or when you carb restrict or go on a keto diet or when you exercise, and especially if you exercise fasted. So what that switch does then is it reaches to your body for more energy. And it says mobilize stored glucose, stored glycogen, mobilize stored energy that's stored as fat. And that's stimulating lipolysis. That's the breakdown of, of fat and turning it into ketones so that you can use that as energy. That also, MPK activation also co-regulates NRF2 activation. So when you're fasting, the body says, well, we're going to do a couple of things here. We're going to mobilize fat and we're going to clean up toxins at the same time. And the other thing that it does, the AMP switch, AMPK makes you go into autophagy. Autophagy or autophagy means self-eating is breaking down old broken mitochondria, broken cells, broken parts of cells, and recycling them, turning them into their original parts, and then reusing them. So it's important when you're trying to fix the system to go without food for periods of time, often called intermittent fasting, because it's signaling the body to go into this recycling phase. And this is going to take away old mitochondria and let you build new mitochondria. Now you have to have enough NAD to do all this and the toxins can break those down too. So you have to be supplementing well, yet also doing some fasting and doing detox at the same time. So this is going to shift your body over to let's get rid of all this trash and let's get rid of our own trash, parts of our body that aren't working and replace it with better things. Because when you're just stuck with all your own trash and all the environmental trash, you can knock down the mitochondria, you can knock down the NAD, and you go, remember I said before, you go into this survival phase where you don't want to do this re-architecture of your body. So you have to break free from that. And so this combination of exercise, fasting, and detoxification can often get you over the hump and also supplementing NAD through NAD precursors. All that can get you over this stuck hump and get you mobilizing and, and getting you feeling better again. I love that you explained that because I feel like I've had some of my clients utilize 24 hour to 36 hour fast when they've kind of reached that plateau. Yeah. Their fat, fat loss. And because yeah. for people, and I, I'm familiar with autophagy with tapping into that, usually closer to that 24 hour window. So I kind of build people up to it, but it's scary for a lot of people because the number one thing is, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose all of my muscle mass, you know, by doing the fasting or the whole, oh, that's not what know, happens. I need to eat six small meals constantly yeah. a day. Otherwise I'm going to mess up my metabolism. Right. Yeah, you know? no. And that was the problem that was advocated heavily by Cenogenics and some of the people trying to put muscle mass on older men. Uh, you get a lot of fatty liver if you keep on trying to do that all the time. So, in fact, those guys are starting to do some intermittent fasting. And 
One of the beauties is that this AMPK trigger does come from fasting, but the nutraceuticals are really good at activating it too. So a number of the compounds that are in liver sauce are really good at doing that. And then our product AMPK charge used to be called keto before six can fast forward you into autophagy and ketosis. So uh, quercetin, silymarin, resveratrol, those are all really strong AMPK activators. And that's why these systems work real well. In fact, liver adiposity, sometimes called fatty liver. If you're using these uh, compounds and these detox protocols at the same time, you're working on your diet, you can reduce the adiposity of your liver really, really, really fast. So think about, you know, while they're in the fasting, giving them these compounds, these formulas, the liver sauce, the MPK charge at the same time, and you're doubling down on hitting those switches. Yeah, that's incredible information. Um, I, I do fasted workouts every single morning and I didn't even know I was doing it. Now it makes sense when I have a six pack. Yeah. <laughs> fasted workouts. Right. I saw that. That looks like a fasted workout. You know, <laughs> so in the old days, you know, guys would build and then cut, you know, and when they were building, they would be using carbs and protein at the same time. That's all mTOR forward. mTOR is the signal to put things on. It's triggered by branch chain amino acids and insulin. So that's why the old like muscle milk and stuff had like protein and sugar and you build up, but you're pretty round. And then they cut and they go totally carb-free and they would use things like lipoic acid, which are strong AMPK activators and burn off all their own fat. But you're doing that all at the same time, working out fasted. Yeah. Is there any point of like fasting though, where you kind of reach like, okay, now this is no longer beneficial anymore. Like I've kind of gone past too long. Like I had a client who wanted to do a five day long fast and that's, that's a long time, right? To go. Oh, well, people go much longer than that. Okay. You know, people, five days, is not a problem if they can handle it, you know? And so. Uh, a lot of the older fasting literature was around natural health and stuff. And you'd have, you know, uh, they, these are old, old practices. I mean, biblical practices in, in the old cultures. And so in Ayurveda, they would say, well, people who are vata, which is the airy constitution where you're thinner, they can't fast so long. They got to do short, you know, one, two, three max day fasts. People who are kapha, you know, are watery and heavy and, and mucousy, they can go much, much longer. And so it's really, you know, how much, you know, a skinny person, you know, a person like yourself that works out a lot, you shouldn't fast that many days in a row because there's not a lot to, you're going to just eat yourself, you know, because you're not sitting on a whole bunch of fat to eat. And, you know, somebody who's heavier, they can go nice and long and just clear all that stuff out, but they're going to move in a lot of fat soluble toxins. So then you got to support at least bioflow and binders. I mean, at the very least binders and people, when they go into ketosis and they get keto flu, you give them binders, everything's fine. So people can do longer ones, but support the toxin elimination. So what are some supplements that you think that everybody should be on when they're doing one of those extended fasts? So I know you mentioned the AMPK, um, NAD. I actually, uh, yeah, I would say all the NAD builders and the binders for sure, but I would, I would probably put in phosphatidylcholine to help you regenerate, rebuild uh, membranes as you're starting to break down old mitochondria, building up new mitochondria. And then you have decisions from there. If you want to detox a lot, use liver sauce or MPK charge. 
But, you know, sort of if you've been doing that for a couple of days and you're starting to lose too much weight, maybe pull those back out. So you're going to, you know, the binders and the NAD builders, those could go to anyone. And then you just have to gauge, you know, how much of these strippers, you know, your solvents, the liver sauce and AMPK charts that you want to put in there. Oh, yeah. And the PC can go to everybody. PC would be pure PC or membrane mint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I take your PC. And so cool to hear you say all this because I didn't know the exact mechanism behind it, but I think I've been doing a lot of these things intuitively. So it feels pretty good. Yeah. You're like, hey, I'm doing it right. But now you can speak okay, with so confidence to your clients. <laughs> yeah. Now you can say, look, this is what it's done for me. But now with your clients, you can say why you want them to do yeah. different things. Yeah. Every single morning. So before I do a fasted workout, hey, I'll do like a teaspoon of coconut oil because I do that with my yeah. uh, my coffee. Otherwise in the middle of my, you know, hour and a half leg day, and I all lifts pretty heavy weight too. Otherwise oh, yeah. I'll be a little bit shaky at that point, but I found just yeah. a teaspoon of coconut oil um, or butter or something like that can completely blunt it. Before that, I'll also take um, NAD, the liposomal form yep. you guys have. I'll take yep. um, Nato Brovi. Instead, I don't do pre-workout at yeah. all because of all the crap in it between like the sucralose and all the other stuff. But I love, oh, love, yeah. love Nato Brovi, just like I yeah. circulation and energy. It's like, uh-huh. whoa. That one. Yeah. And that really opens up the blood flow to the brain. So you're nice and clear, but that is like a heart brain formula. And then you're working out, everything's moving, you're in ketosis, you know, yeah, that's a great protocol. That one's incredible. And then the pure PC, I take that one and then the glutathione. So that's just like my little pre-morning cocktail, go hit the gym, come back, you know, do that all fasted, eat my first meal. And I have never had any issues, even with how lean I am with losing skeletal muscle mass or anything like that, but productivity. You're hitting all that. You're resetting all those triggers every day. And, you know, those are also immune triggers. So when this process of autophagy, you form this essentially a liposome around a bad mitochondria or bad cell parts, and then you bring in some enzymes and break it all down. Well, turns out with bacteria and viruses and small parasites, you do the same thing. You bring them into the cell, you put them in this, in this little liposome and break them down into parts, and then you make antibodies against them. So the more often you have this AMPK activation, one, the more metabolically flexible you are, you'll never have any problem like, oh, I want to lose weight. You just stop eating, you know, and you'll, you'll go down. And, uh, but also when you do get sick, you'll, you'll make antibodies, really good antibodies against it really fast. And so the illness won't last very long and you'll have great immunity to subsequent exposures. I love it. Doing all the things right. (laughs) Speaking of liposomes, So what are those for those who are listening and how is that different than like the typical capsulated supplements that everybody's taking? Because as soon as I got on the liposome bandwagon, like that is literally like all that I take when it comes to my supplements. I love it. My morning routine. I got my evening routine with the GABA, L-theanine, melatonin. Like I can't go back, but what is the difference between that (laughs) and just like the delivery method? Yeah. So when you're taking capsules and you got these powders in there, the capsules break down, the powders got to disperse, and then you got to figure out in your body some way to get them into your blood. And some things absorb fairly well, 
you know, vitamins tend to absorb fairly well, but other things absorb very poorly. Like we're told, oh yeah, resveratrol does all this, quercetin does all this, but you barely get any in. And so what we do in a liposome or a nano emulsion, these are the two classes. We tend to just say liposome, but there's actually two different kinds of particles. We're making little spheres dispersed in a watery matrix. And these little spheres kind of look like tiny cells. And they're made out of the same thing that your cell membranes are made out of, the PC or phosphatidylcholine. And what we do is make this little cell-sized sphere and a liposome has water inside it. So what we do is dissolve the glutathione or the uh, NAD precursor or B vitamins in water. And then we drop in the phosphatidylcholine to make these spheres around the water. And then we chop them down into little spheres with this process called homogenization. And those are liposomes. So they're little spheres with water-soluble nutraceuticals dissolved in them. And if you make them small enough, which we do, you put them in your mouth and they go right through the mucous membranes in your mouth into circulation, uh, into the capillaries. And when you swallow them, then the rest of them absorb as they go through the mucous membranes in the stomach, in the upper GI tract. And so they go in really, really fast and right into circulation. The nano emulsions have a little droplet of oil with a mono layer of the phospholipids and the oil has the oil soluble nutraceuticals like the resveratrol, the quercetin, curcumin dissolved in there. And same thing, you absorb some in your mouth, some in your stomach and upper GI, very fast absorption. In fact, water uh, fat soluble compounds usually would have to blend with oils in your fat and the bile that comes out of your liver to make these crude versions of what we're making and then get absorbed across. So we're pre-digesting and making everything into these little vesicles, these little carrier spheres that will bring the supplements in right away. So it costs you more to buy the supplements in this format because it's such a high-tech way to go. We have nine patents pending around different versions of these deliveries. So it's high-tech, yet these spheres emulate things that you make in your body. In fact, you traffic a lot of different things around your body in little liposomes that are released from cells and they're called exosomes. In fact, with stem cell therapy, you can buy either stem cells or you can buy exosomes, which are little liposomes of growth factors that came out of the stem cells. So it's biocompatible. Your body does this. And when your body moves dietary fats around, it makes something like the nano emulsion, phospholipids around dietary fats and circulates them. So it's very high tech, yet it's modeling the way that your body likes to traffic high energy molecules around. So you're getting high levels of this stuff in right away. The things like the resver uh, like quercetin might take like three hours to, to absorb and never get to a really high level. Ours absorbs all within 15 to 25 minutes and hits this really high peak. And that's what you need to hit. AMPK, NRF2, sirtuin activation. You need a high peak to strike that. And so our stuff goes in, does this, and then it goes away. And the effects of that keep cascading through the day. And so it's only with these high technology absorption formats that you're able to get all this stuff in, get all the best out of these compounds and go about your day. 
think that's incredibly fascinating. And you don't absorb 100% too in the gut, right? Like you only get partial absorption and utilization of when we take you the capsules. mean of the liposomes or the? Of um, like typical capsules. Oh, oh yeah. You know, so like CBD in a capsule, you're getting six to 10% of it absorbed. It takes two hours to peak in your blood. Now, when you do that in a nano emulsion, you get six-fold higher levels in the blood, and you get that peak in 20 minutes, 20, 25 minutes. So you get that immediacy, and you get way more. Now, you might tw- pay twice as much, but you're getting six to 10 questions, 25-fold higher absorption. So it's worth paying the money to get the effects that these things promise. We hear we're supposed to get all these effects. And I'm sure you had this experience, like all of a sudden you switch over to liposomes and nano emulsions and you're like, whoa, I feel it now. Something's actually happening now. Noto Bravi. I take that. I think I I feel it. I feel like in 10 minutes with just like that. Yeah. And so we measure them in two minutes in the blood, and then it's a constant increase to a peak in 25 minutes. And so as soon as there's enough in there to feel it, you do. And it is usually that, you know, about five minutes, like, oh, yeah, I feel something going on. And, you know, at 20, like now it's really in place. Yeah. Um, I, I just wish more people knew about liposomes because I know, like, I've probably wasted a ton of money, a bunch yeah. of supplements and especially when you also have gut issues leaky gut and things like that you can even make the effect of the absorption even probably far less than what it even would be i've had a lot of clients who've had gut issues um do incredibly well on the liposomes as well too because of that absorption yeah when we did this study on cbd we had 10 people take the cbd all in the capsule and then we had 10 people the same 10 people take it in the nano emulsion what you saw was this massive variability in absorption from the capsule. Some people getting none in, some people getting a decent amount in. So there was an average absorption, and then the variability was was larger than the average absorption. So there's more than 100% variation amongst the people. Then when you went to the nano emulsion, it was a high absorption, but a small variability. Everybody was in about a 20 to 30% window of the blood levels. So we got past those blocks that everybody has in the GI. And now we know all of the people who take this are going to have a pretty similar response or at least a pretty similar blood level. You guys, if you switch to using a liposome or a nano emulsion, I promise you, you won't go back. It is more expensive. Quicksilver is a little bit more, but it's 100% worth it. So you definitely have to give it a try when it comes to any of these different supplements. What are some of your favorite supplements when it comes to just like neuro optimization focus? So I have a lot of different like entrepreneurs and people like that who also live and listen to my podcast. And I know for me, Notobrabi, my favorite, I use that one quite a bit. Are there any other ones you would recommend? There's two ways to look at neural optimization. One is how do we stimulate things in the brain? But we tend to get stuck on that. Like, oh, I've heard Bacopa does this. And, uh, you know, I mean, just caffeine, I need some more energy. And we all know there's those times where you drink more coffee, but you're getting foggier. So protecting the brain against inflammation is a big part. And you're doing that with things like methyl charge, having enough methylation to stabilize mast cells from releasing histamines into the brain. So often, 
like especially if you're drinking coffee or tea or something that should stimulate you, but you're getting foggier, you need more methylation and then everything will be fine. CBD also protects against uh, neuroinflammation and making sure you don't eat the right food. So that's just keeping this space clear. Then how do we bring more energy into it? Yeah, Nodobravi is a notoginseng, which is a ginseng that circulates blood and energy with brevescaping, which is sort of brain Viagra. It opens up blood flow into the brain. <laughs> and uh, that was always a joke called brain Viagra. It helps both sides, actually. So those are good. Now we have one called Nanofuel, which combines, has the notoginseng and the brevescaping, and then it adds to it some uh, neurotransmitter precursors, especially for acetylcholine. That's alpha-GPC and DMAE. So that's bringing focus with it. And then it has a little bit of caffeine, theocrine, and guarana extract as your stimulants. So that was really good for up, aware, and focused. Like I do that one before I give talks and lectures and stuff, and it's like super, super good. And then NAD is really big for keeping the mitochondria making enough energy. So either the NAD platinum or the NAD gold mixed with uh, the methyl charge. But one of the things I really want people to take away is if you're taking these things that should give you more energy, but they're not, check out more methylation. You can use our formula methyl charge, different than our uh, methyl B, B complex. The methyl charge is strictly around uh, promoting methylation. Often people will get the clarity that they want. Then. Yeah, I take the Oh, and another big one for, for brain health is, is pure PC, which is also an acetylcholine precursor, but helps brain membranes and uh, just brings a lot of energy up there especially in bold exposed people. I actually was about to reorder all my supplements last night, but I was like, you know, I'm going to wait until this podcast because I'm going to learn some new ones that I want to put on my order. So I'm definitely going to give that one a try. You said nanofuel. That was that one. Nanofuel. Yeah. And sort of my, my general approach to a stack is I'm always going to have some uh, NAD source. Uh, and the balancing methylation with it. And then I ha choose from different things that are sirtuin and AMPK activators, and they might be NRF2 activators. So in that constellation to choose from, I've got liver sauce, I've got AMPK charge, I've got the one, and I've got the newest thing in our arsenal, and that's longevity elite. And that's got some really high-end adaptogens, really high-end uh, fermented Korean ginseng, the noto ginseng, and then specific astragalus extracts, the astragalus side, astragalus side four, and cycloastragonol. Cycloastragonol is known for telomere lengthening. And then it's got a little bit of pregnenolone, the mother hormone that could become either adrenal or sex hormone. So it's starting from that base hormone and then modulating where those go with all these adaptogens that are supporting sex hormone and adrenal hormone support. So that's a beautiful product. But then I'll cycle between those. You know, oh, I need some more detox. Now I'm going to do a liver sauce. Oh, you know, and I'm getting a little you know, puffy here, I need AMPK charge and more fasting or the one for just mitochondrial health uh, and then longevity elite more on a hormone and telomere level. I, I love it. I'm going to give all of these a try. I just wrote them all down yeah. <laughs> a little bit later. I have one other question that just kind of came up as you were talking a little bit about adrenals. I ran a test recently, actually just yesterday, I got the results back with a client who came back with 
um, some mild mold toxicity, some other environmentals. Glyphosate was pretty paramount in there. She had some oxidative stress levels that were high, a little bit of systemic inflammation. But the, the most scary thing that we saw was just her adrenals were completely shot. Her whole DHEA production, cortisol production. Yeah. Is that pretty normal to see, to just see like that adrenals kind of shutting down almost when you have... Yeah, she's pretty deep into it though. In the beginning... You, you know, your adrenals are catching, they're, you know, they're firing to keep it going. How old is she? Mid thirties? Early forties. Early forties. Okay. So the adrenals have been keeping up with everything and they just can't anymore. And so they're shut down. All this stuff is there. You know, now you, you're going to have to power up the system to get it all out. So you're going to have to bring in NAD and you're probably going to have to look at hormones. Now, we're just releasing on November 10th a whole female hormone system. Now, it's a two-part system. One is DHEA with a number of uh, adaptogens with it and uh, and some DIM and chrysin for estrogen metabolism. That'll bring up, in the nanoparticle format, that instantly brings up DHEA, testosterone, and estro- estrogen in the body. And then the other is a topical progesterone. Because progesterones, we can't do oral. So we have to do that topical. Oh, also in the DHEA is pregnenolone. So you've got that ability to feed the adrenal hormones as as well. So you'll need something like that to bring the energy of the system up and work with the NAD. And then all that detox stuff can work. Because when in a depowered system, the detox pathways don't have a lot of juice to them. Does she have a lot of anxiety or is she just sort of flat and energy? Flatliner, fatigue, tired all the time. Yeah. So, you know, you're almost going to have to start with the adaptogens and hormones and NAD and bring the system up and then you can drain it back down. Okay. Okay. That's incredibly helpful. Yeah. It's, uh, it's incredibly interesting to really dive into a lot of these different areas that goes so far beyond just, you know, eat less, exercise more. Yeah. <laughs> that we live in. And I, I just want to thank you for, you know, being, you know, so helpful with everything that you put out there with Quicksilver. You guys have an incredible YouTube channel with a paramount of information. Your blog is awesome. And it's just, it's been one of the top supplement companies that I've worked with. And I think we've literally emptied uh, <laughs> the majority of a lot of y'all's protocols out, got y'all on back order with how many we've ordered, but it's, it's awesome. Yeah. So it's been incredible, but uh, yeah, thank you so much for coming on here today. And where can people learn more about you, Quicksilver, um, and check out some of the stuff that you guys are doing? So quicksilverscientific.com, of course, uh, and you get our newsletter, uh, you can get on some of our educational uh, material, Instagram, Quicksilver Scientific, Facebook, Quicksilver Scientific. We do a lot of Facebook lives, and a lot of posts there. YouTube has a lot of my lectures from around the world that different people have posted. There's really a lot of information when you start looking up Quicksilver. And if you put my name in, in a YouTube search, Chris Shade, Quicksilver, then all the YouTubes will come up. If you guys want to learn more about detoxification and that entire mechanism of action, a lot of these different supplements, definitely check out their YouTube channel because there's a wealth of information there. I've learned a lot from it. Um, I'll post my discount code here on the show today. It's sheer five. You can get 5% off your first order, just your first order, but you did get a discount. Um, so definitely take uh, use of all of that. And Chris, just thank you so much for coming on my show today. 